This is the High School Football America podcast for September 28, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, and GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We are heading to the state of Mississippi. I was joking before I rolled some tape here. The head coach, uh, John Reed McLennan of uh, Greenville Christian, didn't even know who they were. They weren't on our radar. (laughs) And all of a sudden, they started beating the big boys in the uh, Mid-South Association of Independent Schools and uh, then uh, took on and and played very well. The number 23 team or four team in the uh, High School Football America 100 in Atlanta, uh, Collins Hill, and uh, now he's on the show here to talk about what has been, I'm going to say, Coach, this is probably the story of the year so far. Maybe I'm overstating it a little bit, but first and foremost, welcome to the show. Sure. Hey, man, I appreciate you so much for having me today. Uh, it's it's great to have you on here, number seventy nine in the high school football America one hundred this week, and uh, I, I guess because you are off the radar, we're going to start the podcast here by having you play a, a little bit of a, you know, a travel agent. I guess you're going you're going to teach the listeners around the nation where Greenville Christian is. Tell us a little bit about the school. I know you've got a small roster and all that, so do a, do a little job here of of, of posing the, the painting the picture for the listeners about Greenville Christian and the Saints. Sure. So we're um, we're a small uh, 3A academy school, independent school that uh, here in the Mississippi Delta, uh, kind of right on the Mississippi River on the west side, uh, central state. Uh, we uh, we compete in the Mid South Association of Independent Schools, like you said. Um, been here since uh, 1969. Uh, I think we fielded our first football team in '71. And they've had sort of a, you know, throughout our history, we've had some good teams. Uh, this is, you know, the, the last couple of years have, uh, have we, we've really um, seen uh, the, uh, something pretty incredible happen <laughs> around here. Um, you know, we, we go back to, uh, to last year, uh, we had, you know, we had uh, quite a number of, uh, of the public schools around us shut the football programs down due to COVID. And uh, so when we, our, our association was still playing, so we were still going to have a season. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, what we're able to do was provide a number of kids from, you know, from the, from the area here an opportunity to play. And, you know, so kids started sort of, uh, you know, we saw sort of an exodus from the public schools, you know, kids that, that you know were wanting to play football, or mm-hmm. parents that wanted their children to be, you know, in school in person rather than online, things like that. And uh, so, you know, we we kind of had an influx of uh, of of kids and um, you know just athletes as well as regular students, right? As well as just academic uh, students. And uh, so that that's sort of I think where this journey, you know, kind of kind of starts is uh you know we've been here this is my eighth season at Greenville Christian and uh, you know we've worked really hard to sort of establish a, a program and build something special here and uh you know so between the kids that we already had and adding a few uh you know really special players that 
that you know came over looking for an opportunity after their season had been canceled. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a pretty incredible <laughs> yeah. journey up to this point. <laughs> no doubt about it. I guess you know, uh, with all the negatives with COVID, uh, in in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> Greenville Christians had a lot of positive. I guess when you look sure. at it from yeah. that way, uh, we're we're talking with uh, John Reed McClendon, the the head coach at uh, Greenville Christian in Mississippi, uh, nationally ranked after uh, coming up uh, against the big boys. And and before we get into how things went, uh, I gotta say, even though you got a nice influx of players, right? Uh, when you look at that schedule, you know, you're coming off, you're a 3A champ last year, and you, you got uh, Madison Ridgeland Academy. They were nationally ranked last year by us. Uh, then you got Jackson Prep, which everybody knows about Jackson Prep if you're from the South on what a quality sure, program sure. that is. And, and, and then you're, you're, you're also going to, you know, take on a, a pretty good public team. Like I said, Collins Hill, number 24 in the High School Football America 100. So were you, were you scratching your mind going, did you have a brain? cramp that just didn't go away i mean it was not a cupcake schedule what'd you think about it going into it well uh i tell you what uh one of the things that we uh experienced when we were when we were starting to make our schedule last year was we uh we had uh, a lot of the teams that we had played in the past that uh you know that that uh, just weren't uh willing to schedule i get so, it uh you know so but the other thing is right we felt like we had a you know we had a really good group returning and uh, and we wanted to give them an opportunity to, you know, go compete, right? Uh, uh, you know, when you start thinking about, I mean, we, we have several kids that are going to have the opportunity to play uh, ball at the collegiate level. And, um, you know, one of the knocks sometimes on small schools is, you know, well, they don't play anybody. Can these kids play, you know, at, you know, sure, they're, they're you know, they're putting up all these, you know, great numbers uh, against small schools. Can they compete at a higher level? And so we want to give our kids an opportunity to showcase, uh, you know, first and foremost, the, uh, you know, to, to compete and, and get better and be challenged, and but also to showcase their talents, you know, at, at a level that, uh, you know, we don't have to, you know, maybe answer the same kinds of questions, right, because we're playing against, uh, you know, some of the top uh, talent in the South. And uh, so, you know, that was that was kind of the thought going in when we started to put that schedule together. Um, you know, but it was uh, we we didn't necessarily expect to have. Uh, you know, we, we got all three of the uh, of the big schools in our in our league. Uh, you know, with uh, Madison Ridgeland and Jackson Prep, and then Jackson Academy, right? And then uh, along the way, we were able to add the defending six A. Uh, public school state champion in Oak Grove and you know and so yeah it, it definitely has been a uh, you know way different than anything we've ever experienced in a year but uh you know it has given our kids uh, some really neat opportunities to go compete against some of the top talent in the state and 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 even in the southeast and uh you know it's, it's been, a, yeah. been a really cool journey and we, man it, you know just it's been a great experience you know to, to, to be able to play some of the schools that we just aren't traditionally able to play it, it, it's been fun to watch the growth here and I, I i do have to apologize i mean you know oak grove's in the top 102 i, I didn't want to leave out your, pub, your right. public 6a champs there out of that that's mix right. it, it was a little bit tougher than that um coach um I, I let's see. I've been doing I've been doing this for forty five years as far as the the sports journalism thing. But uh, high school football America has been around seventeen years, and we've kind of been a who's who on the podcast here of who we've had uh, through the time. But I think you are the first head football coach slash pastor 
ever on the show. I saw that on your Twitter account. So, so tell me about how how does that blend all together? Because you're right now you're number one as far as I know in America on that on that front. That's cool. That's a that's a neat distinction to hold. Uh, So um, back uh, several years ago, uh, it's something that I always felt like I. I probably would be involved in ministry in some kind of way. It's just uh, my dad is a pastor, granddad was a pastor, uh, so I've grown up in, in you know, uh, sort of come from that lineage anyway. And uh, so it's something I always thought I would do. I didn't know uh, maybe what it would look like, but I always thought I'd be in ministry in some capacity. And uh, so back a couple years, or well, I guess uh, a little over two years ago now, um, had the opportunity to. Uh, uh, to to take on a, a church here and uh and and was uh called as pastor to a little church here in Greenville so it's like 5 minutes uh, away from the school so uh, pretty close it makes it pretty easy as far as having to you know I- any time i have to <laughs> leave here and head over that way <laughs> for anything uh you know no real conflict uh ever so that's nice um it was small church so uh, we we run uh, just, uh, you know, just 25 or 30 on Sunday morning. So it's a small congregation and, uh, but you know, some really, some really, <laughs> I love uh, it. Incredible folks that have, uh, that have allowed me to uh, be able to do both, you know, and I think that's important anytime you're going to, you know, as a head football coach, uh, especially during football season, it takes up so much time mm-hmm. that you have to, you know, if you're going to do anything else, you, the, you know, people have to be understanding and they really have been allowed me to, uh, you know, to, to be able to do both and, and, and hopefully, you know, do it well, well most of the time. Well, I'm going to ask you the question since you're the first and maybe the only for a long time here on the podcast. So how sure. does one help the other and the other help the other? You know, I mean, so so how does being a preacher help you when it comes to being a high school football coach? I think you okay. probably probably, probably Pretty good locker room speech, I would think. I hope, and then, and then sure. back, and then back the other way. How does being a, a good football coach help you as a, as a pastor? Sure. Well, uh, you know, I think uh, one of the things uh, obviously is that uh, you know, in, just maybe being a leader, uh, having to having to uh, you know handle uh, just people and and lead people. Um, I think that. Those two things uh, sort of, you know, help it in that area. Um, at church, I think, uh, you know, being a pastor sometimes brings uh, some balance, you know, as far as maintaining just a, a spiritual life, and uh, you know, and, and being, uh, you know, being in a in a good place. I, I think uh, for me, you know, uh, spiritually and and emotionally, mentally, uh, you know, I think I think being a pastor is certainly uh, you know, uh, allows me to, to do that and, and maintain some balance. Um, you know, when it comes to coaching, I think sometimes uh, as football coaches, we get into football uh, all the time, and uh, and and you can uh, you can really sort of, um, you know, I think I think so many times uh, we do. You know, you football coaches sometimes uh, struggle to maintain good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and so I think that that's that's something that's really that's helped me. Uh, you know, and then just uh, like I said, from just from a standpoint of, uh, it's like you said, uh, you know, leading or being able to being able to uh, to, to stand up and know uh, 
what to say and, and, <laughs> and how to say it, you know, things like that. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, being, being a, being a pastor, uh, has, has, uh, has helped in those areas for sure. I, I have no doubt. Uh, if you're just tuning into the podcast, folks, folks, uh, we got a first going on here and no, we haven't turned into a Sunday sermon. Uh, this is <laughs> head coach John Reed McClendon, our first pastor slash HC on the High School Football America podcast, the 3A champs in, uh, the, on the private side of things in, uh, the state of Mississippi. They're ranked number 79 after an incredible start to a season against what arguably may be one of the toughest, uh, the top 10 schedules in the nation, and they've been very, very successful. Only a, a loss on the road uh, against Collins Hill out of Atlanta, a, a top team that uh, has a real good shot at winning the 7A championship in, in the state of Georgia. And, uh, Coach, I, I also, before we get back to the football, you're just so interesting. I, I love talking to people that are a little outside the norm. You were very, very young when you took over the head coaching job, correct? How old were you? Yes. Uh, 23. I was 23. 23 when I took over. Yeah. Ooh, what was it that was, like? Uh, you're you're coaching guys so, that are five years younger than you, maybe. Uh, that's right. That's right. So, uh, uh, neat story there. My brother, who is our defensive coordinator now, was actually the he was a quarterback. It was his senior year uh, <laughs> playing at Greenville Christian. So, uh, not only not only five years older than uh, than most of the guys that I was coaching, but then you then you throw in I I, I go from. Uh, just being a brother to a to a head coach of our of our quarterback there, so uh, uh, that was that was neat, you know. I, I, sure, um, super young and didn't know a whole lot, and it was a learning process. Um, you know, we were uh, I, I, we we were the year before that. Uh, our athlete, he was a new athletic director. He was a baseball coach uh, that they hired and. Uh, we didn't have a football coach. Uh, I was, I was actually um, the only other uh, football coach left on staff. Uh, they, so they hired a new athletic director and baseball coach, and uh, had him coach the varsity team. I coached the junior high team that year, uh, and then, uh, and then um, twenty, I guess it was two thousand fourteen. Uh, after his after his one year of coaching football, he decided that wasn't for him. And uh, so he stepped away and uh, was just going to be the athletic director and baseball coach. And it just left me. <laughs> so <laughs> I was the, uh, I was the only football coach left on staff. And they said, Hey, you know, we'd had a pretty good year in junior high be- the, the year before and won our conference championship. And they said, Hey, you know, are you interested in, uh, in, in taking over the varsity program? I said, hey, you know, absolutely. Uh, and maybe I didn't know exactly what I was getting into, but I knew I was excited and, uh, and, you know, ready to get, ready to get the journey started. So, uh, so I, man, I took that on and, uh, you know, it certainly has been a, a lot of, uh, growing and learning and having to, uh, you know, having to learn things the hard way, uh, because I didn't have a lot of experience as an assistant coach before I, you know, before I stepped into the role of being a head coach. So, um, you know, but I, I think that it really, it, it challenged me early on and allowed me to, to really be able to grow and learn and and uh, sort of learn by trial and error and experience and uh, so you know it's been a neat 
have been a neat deal. Well, I, I, I guess as they say, Pastor Head Coach, uh, God works in mysterious ways, right? <laughs> he figured you were ready for yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, John Reed McLennan, right. he is the head coach at uh, Greenville Christian, uh, 3A champs uh, in Mississippi last year uh, in the Mid-South Association of Independent Schools. People who don't know about that um, conference should find out about it, folks. If, if There's some darn good football being played there, and we're going to kind of hop back into the football after a lot of fun questions there to, to learn a little bit more about you, Coach. But um, again, I'm going to have you put the ambassador hat on here uh, for the Mid-South Association and, and, and educate the people around the nation that listen to our podcast about how good the football is on the private side of things with the academy schools there in Mississippi. Yeah, well, I, I tell you what, um, I, I think that uh, over the last number of years, uh, you know, there, there's always been good football, I think, over the last number of years, there it has really uh, grown by leaps and bounds here. Our association, uh, you know, I think that you know there's probably as as good a football, uh, you know, as good a, a caliber of football player uh, in our association right now as there's ever been. Um, you know, and you look at, uh, you know, you got, uh, I mean, there there, you know, you got guys uh, that have that have gone on and played big time power five football. Uh, you know, he's got one from uh, from Jackson Academy uh, right now. Deion Smith is playing, uh, starting at White. You know, they're playing some significant uh, snaps right now at LSU as a freshman. Um, you know, Dylan Johnson, who uh, who played a little, uh, you know, it, it here in uh, at St. Joe in Greenville, and he's uh, he's now uh, splitting reps, sort of. Full time as a as a running back at Mississippi State. Trey Benson, who also played at St. Joe, is now at Oregon and is going to uh, after uh, he's working back from an injury up there. But uh, I mean, you know, some big time uh, football, right? I mean, we're we're, we're playing against uh, against big time Division One talent, um, you know, here in the here in the association. And, and mm-hmm. right now, uh, we've got I think five guys that are you know that all uh, have Division One. Uh, offers at this point, um, you know, on our team. So I mean, there, there's there's really good football that, that's going on, uh, you know, that, that, that's being played here in our association. And like you said, you know, you got schools like Madison Ridgeland and Jackson Prep who have a ton of history. I think Jackson Prep went on one of the, you know, more historic runs in, in high school football history. I, I had uh, what seven state yep. championships in a row in, in the largest classification. Uh, you know, and uh, just you know, some some really uh, we, there's there's a lot of history, but uh, you know, I think right now there's good a talent in our league as there's ever been, and uh, and, and it seems to be growing every year. No doubt about it. I mean, it's seriously, folks. You got to educate yourself on the, on the conference down there. It, it is so so good. Uh, John Reed McClendon on the line here, uh, seventy nine in the top one hundred. And let's get to some of the players. As you said, you've got some kids that are going to play at the next level. Uh, what caught my eye when you come out of the box beating a, an MRA and, and and then beating you know a, a Jackson Prep is you have a young man uh, taking snaps there who put up some. Wow, <laughs> numbers. I, I think there was a, sure. a seven-touchdown game in there somewhere at the start. I can't remember for sure. But uh, talk a little bit about your yeah. quarterback and some of these other players that you uh, have that are very, very good high school football student-athletes. Yeah, so uh, like you said, it, it starts with D.J. Smith, our quarterback. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a senior. 
um, and has has put up uh, some some pretty incredible numbers early on against, like you said, against really good competition. And that mm-hmm. was sort of, um, you know, he he's got uh, he holds some some group of five offers right now: Southern Miss, Arkansas State, uh, Louisiana Monroe. Um, you know, we're 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 starting to field calls, and that was one of the things that uh, that I think really helped is being able to play some good competition now. You have some of the some of the power five schools that are that are starting to call and having to do their homework, you know. Whereas maybe before they had they had written it off as uh, oh he's playing he's playing smaller schools and, and lesser competition, and now they're having to really <laughs> uh, dig in and say hey uh, you know we might need to get serious about this kid. Um, so he you know we're starting to we're starting to maybe hear some more calls from, from some of the larger schools uh, on him. He he's phenomenal, man. He's a, he's a his ultimate competitor and leader, you know, and has been a has been a great face of our program. You know, has really has really taken on that role well. Um, you know, then we got a, another guy that he's throwing the ball to, Chris Bell, uh, another senior wide receiver that has uh, that has really blown up. He had a really good uh, he had a really good summer, uh, seven on seven uh, circuit, and started to get some attention, and um, and and was a Southern Miss commit coming into the season. And then uh, so within the last few weeks, really it picked up after we played Oak Grove and, and went to Hattiesburg and won. Uh, and he had, a, he had a really nice night. He's been, uh, he's been, he's been uh, huge for our offense, uh, put up some, some big-time numbers. I think now uh, 11, uh, t- like 700 yards and 11 touchdowns through uh, through six games, um, so he's been uh, he's been really impressive. He's gotten some uh, he's gotten some big time offers of the last couple of weeks. Maryland was the first, and then Louisville came shortly after, and uh, so and then of course the uh, the in state schools uh, are starting to heat up on him a little bit, and uh, Florida State has shown some interest. So we've gotten some gotten some big time interest in him. Um, we have a we have a cornerback on the other side of the ball, Jeterius Elam, who's a who's a Mississippi State commit at defensive back. Um, we have a linebacker, J.D. Stewart, who's going to uh, be a Power Five guy as well. Uh, right now, he's a he's a Southern Miss uh, commit, and he's getting some interest from from some of the uh, from some of the Power Five schools as well right now. And uh, we feel like those offers are coming, you know, hopefully soon. So. Um, you know, we, we think some 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 really special, uh, really special players. We've got a bunch of other guys who are who are um, you know whether they're going to you know play college football, whether it be the junior college level first or mm-hmm. uh, or, or maybe some uh, you know Delta State. We've got Division two right down the road that's shown some interest in in, in quite a few of them. Um, you know, really good football program up there. Uh, so we got we've got quite a collection of talent, some big time big time football players here in our program right now yeah and, and when I was talking earlier I mean it's kind of you know the the it is maybe the story of high school football you know especially for a small school but you you know when you have players like DJ and some of the other kids you mentioned there it, it's going to help those other kids right because now all of a sudden people are finding out about Greenville Christian so you're going to really you know help some kids play at those you know those d2 d3 Juco kids like you were talking about NAIA type of thing I, I got to imagine yes, that's right. happening is that is that happening for you yes yeah absolutely absolutely it is uh it it is really it yeah it's provided an opportunity for some of the kids that uh 
you know, that maybe weren't getting as much attention, you know, now they're on the radar. And, yeah. and so we've got, uh, we, yeah, we've got that's some guys awesome. that are, that are, that are really, um, uh, they're starting to uh, get the attention that we feel like they deserve. Right. Which is you get mm-hmm. looked over sometimes at a smaller school, but, um, yeah, it's been really big for, for a lot of those types of kids. So, so out of all the big wins, okay, you got the MRA early, you, you've got the, the Jackson prep, you've got that, and then, you know, you, 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 you know, everybody's like, well, what are they going to do when they come to Georgia? You, you, you did a, a good job, right? You, you represented real well. And then comes the bash with the 6A Publix against the 3A state champs on the private side of things. And uh, I think that's the one that maybe finally caught some people around the nation who knew who you were. What was it, 48-41? Um, when, when did when did this team start believing in itself? I guess is the first question I'm going to ask because there's a lot of big wins in there. Was it a turning point as the head coach? Is there a turning point where you say, "Ah, this is when I knew the kids were locked in and knew they could do something more than just be a three A, you know, Mississippi private ch- uh, championship team"? Right. Yes, sir. Well, uh, you know, one of the things uh, I it's a confident group to begin with. I mean, they you know they they came into the season. Uh, you know, knowing uh, you know what was what was on the schedule, and you know we started off with uh, you know with with MRA, who is you know has been the I think the, the sort of the, the premier yeah. program, uh, certainly in our association. And then uh, I mean, look, they've gone on the road. Uh, I mean, they went on the road and beat a beat a good uh, class four A Corinth team last year, pretty handily. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, they played some public schools as well, and have, and have fared well. You know, I mean, they're, they're one of the, I, I think, one of the, you know, not just the premier uh, private schools in the state, but just one of the premier football programs in the state. I agree. Um, you know, and so, you know, with, with that one starting off, uh, that we knew that was going to, that was going to really tell us a lot about ourselves. And so when you get, when you go in there and play as well as we did and, and get that win, uh, I think that that just, uh, you know, that did a lot for our belief, um, you know, I think is, as far as you know, yeah, we can you know we can go, uh, you know we can go into into those you know those big uh, the six A private schools in our in our league and and like we can go win those games you know and I think that did a lot for you know to, to help us to know where we stood. But like you say, um, going to Collins Hill or going to you know going to Atlanta and playing Collins Hill in, in the Freedom Bowl um, that was. I think that was an eye opener uh, in, in the way that we competed. You know, we didn't feel like we really executed all that well, and you know, a, a lot of that has to do with <laughs> the kind of players Collins Hill has. They're really good, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I mean, so uh, you know, we we didn't feel like we played our best, and, and so credit, you know, but but like credit to them for, <laughs> for keeping us from playing our best, right? But uh, you know, I think the way we competed, and we and we leave that game feeling like, hey. Uh, it, it really, uh, you know, if we had if we had, if we had executed a little better, you know, on a few plays, um, you know that that maybe is a different ball game. Or at the very least, it's closer. Um, you know, we we felt like we handled ourselves well, and I think that that did a lot for the belief. You know, that hey, maybe maybe it's not just uh, you know a group that can compete. Uh, in the in the private school league, you know, this is a group that can compete at the highest levels of high school football, and uh, you know, so so that was at that point, you you know, we start looking for another opportunity to go play one of those games, right? Uh, against against maybe a 
uh, another uh, big time public school program. And uh, you know, we wanted an opportunity to kind of to kind of uh, you know get another shot at that, you know, and see if we can go win one of those. Um, so we were able to, uh, you know, we were able to schedule that one with Oak Grove, and uh, you know, we and and at that point, we really, uh, you know, we we really felt like we had a group that could go in and compete in that, in that environment. And, uh, you know, and against a team of that caliber, we, you know, we just, at that point, I think, you know, Collins Hill had done enough that we, we believed we could go compete in a game like that and, and against one of the, you know, one of the top programs in the, in the nation really. So, um, you know, so that was, uh, I think that that, you know, it just has kind of built along the way, you know, with, with, with big wins comes a little more confidence and belief. Yep. That you can, you know, that you can compete at, at even a higher level than maybe you realize you could coming in. So, no doubt about that, uh, Coach uh, John Reed McLennan on the line, Greenville Christian seventy nine in the High School Football America one hundred, powered by uh, NFL Play Football. A couple more, I'll let you go, Coach. We appreciate your time. Um, let's go to the question of you've played all of these big programs, right? You've been very successful. Uh, at the beginning, they were called upsets. Now it's just Greenville Christian's a pretty darn good program. And and you know, down the stretch here, with all due respect to the 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 three A classification in the state of Mississippi where you guys are going to compete for a state championship, maybe a little less on the competition lend uh, side of things. So my question to you is this, as the head coach, how do you keep the kids jacked up? Uh, obviously a state championship is something you want, but maybe, again, with all due respect, you're playing a different level of – so kids may get a little overconfident, right? They're teenagers. Right. You know, uh, you know that, that you're absolutely right. So one of the things that we always preach is uh, – you know, what you put on film, you can't take off, right? College coaches are, are you know, they're going to see, um, they're going to see these films. And if you don't, if you don't go out and do your job every single snap, uh, you're going to put something on film that maybe you will regret, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that maybe it doesn't look so good on film and uh, you may miss opportunities, you know? And so we, you know, we try to attack it from that standpoint of let's be the best we can be every day at practice. Let's be the best we can be. Uh, you know, every snap uh, that we take on Friday night, just because, right? You know, the 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 target is always the same. We want to be the best we can be. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't just have to be better than the other team on Friday night. We want to play the best football we can play. And uh, and I think that you have to approach it from that standpoint. You know, that point of view. Let's let's be the best we can be. Don't worry about who we're playing. You know, let's compete against ourselves each day. And I know that's sort of cliche and coach speak, but I think it's true in this situation, right? You, we have to, uh, we have to be able to focus on, on, uh, you know, maybe not so much who we're playing and, and focus on how we're playing. You yeah. know, I think that that's, uh, that's what you have to do. Oh, heck, if we didn't have Coach Speak, I wouldn't have a podcast. Let's look at it from that standpoint. <laughs> Greenville Christian, uh, we're talking uh, Saints football here uh, in the national rankings. And let's just wrap up. You, you mentioned, uh, and again, just trying to be a little funny here, at 23 you were sort of the last man standing there, and next thing you know you're the head right. coach at Greenville Christian. Um, certainly you you're, you know, you know Google your name, you Google Green, you know, your name pops up there, but uh, best I can tell you, it's not just you. You may have some other people on the staff there i was just curious if you want to talk a little bit about your coaching staff because obviously yeah. uh you're you're not one man alone there doing it so tell me how you put together the staff and and what it's like and and how much fun are they having and how much fun are you having with them during this run 
Absolutely. And so this is, uh, I think, the, the largest part of our success that I, I, I always tell people, you know, it is, uh, is that, you know, the biggest key is the people that we have uh, around us, you know, people I have around me. Um, we've got a, so neat story. Uh, we all have, all of us, except for one, we've got a, we've got one, uh, our defensive backs coach who, who didn't graduate from here. Um, he, he was at an, he's at another school up the road. Uh, but, but the rest of us, the other four, uh, all graduated from Greenville Christian. So we played here, uh, and, and graduated from here. And then, and, you know, so we're at home and I think that adds another neat aspect to it. You know, we've been able to do something, you know, and be able to give back to a community and, uh, and a school that, that we really, uh, that we really cherish and love. And this is home for us. So, uh, Justin Levy, who's our, our strength and conditioning, uh, coach and, uh, he, and, and he also is a, is our wide receivers guy. Um, he, he graduated from here, played ball here, uh, and, and went and played, uh, some community college ball down the road at Mississippi Delta community college. And then, uh, and then played it, went on to play receiver at Delta state, uh, and had a, had a really good career and, um, you know, and had, and had some opportunities to go to some regional combines and, uh, and, and fill out the, the NFL and, and go through that process, and even in recent years, has uh, you know has, has had some workouts with with some different NFL teams. So he's uh he was a big time football player himself, and it, it's been super valuable to have his experience and expertise. Uh, you know, I mean, he he he's done a phenomenal job. Just uh, you know, in the weight room, having kids, you know, helping kids transform their bodies and get the most out of themselves, you know, uh, and, and get the most out of their potential. Um, like I told you earlier, my brother is our defensive coordinator, Jordan McLendon. Uh, he is, uh, he's our, he's our defensive coordinator, uh, played a little ball at Delta State himself and then and graduated from there and is now back here. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been pretty neat. You know, that, that has been, uh, that's been really cool to get to be on staff with him and, uh, you know, and have him here be a part. And then, uh, our, our athletic director is also uh, an assistant football coach, Logan Collins. Um, he, so he, he's another Greenville Christian graduate and has been, uh, he actually was my baseball coach my senior year in, uh, in high school. And, uh, so he's, you know, so a lot of, uh, a lot of really, uh, you know, more than friends, we're, we're family, you know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we've grown up together and have, have sort of, uh, you know, uh, just formed a really, really special, uh, bond. And so it's, you know, that, that kind of, uh, Having having those kind of people on staff, uh, you not, not only know they're good folks, but uh, you know you have a, a special relationship and their family. And uh, so, and then uh, our other our other our defensive backs coach uh, is uh, Martavis Moore. He he played at Mississippi Delta and then went on to play at, at Central Arkansas uh, defensive back. And um, he's a he's a policeman here in Greenville. So uh, he he's a the city police officer, and he uh, he worked his schedule out so that he could be off on friday night and, and be with us and uh so he so he volunteers his time uh you know and, and is, is uh, here every day at practice and, and with us on friday nights and so it's been really uh it's been really cool to have him as well he's uh he's he's been he's been really uh, great to have around so it's a special staff man and absolutely uh they, i mean they're they're the largest part of our success they uh they just have have invested time uh you know and, and uh, blood, sweat, and tears, literally, you know, in, into the football program to make sure that we, uh, we can get the most out of the 
kids and and, um, and and to make sure that the kids know that they're loved and that they are cared for and that uh you know and and just you know it's been a it's been a really neat thing to see the way that uh the way that you know uh, as a staff I, we've been able to been able to really invest in a in, in a group of kids and uh you know and and then and, and to see the positive returns, you know, that, yeah. we, that we've gotten. So. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, congratulations to to uh, everyone up and down the the program. There, uh, I think somewhere I read you've been kind of classified as the Hoosiers type story of football. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> accurate, if you like that or not. But what I do know is the numbers are small. So before we let you go here, so what's the roster size? And it didn't sound like you had you didn't have like a 20 man staff there. So what are are we over 40 total with coaches and players? Okay. So yeah, we're we're barely over 40. Uh we dress 36 and then there are uh there are five of us on staff that coach and uh so that so that's it, right? We're is it small uh you know and Who's uh, driving so the bus? That, Who's it. driving the bus? <laughs> well, we uh so I tell you what, we actually uh we we outgrew our we outgrew our, our with, with uh with the trainers that we take on Friday night, we sort of out, outgrew our bus, and so we've been chartering. <laughs> we've been chartering on Friday night, but uh, but our athletic director is also our bus driver uh, on 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 most occasions. So he, uh, I love know, it. If we're not take, if we're not chartering, he's the bus driver. So, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, I've enjoyed this time tremendously. Like I said, you yeah. you 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 always remember your first head coach, Pastor. So uh, I'll never forget That's you, right. Coach. <laughs> but uh, we yeah, wish really you nothing. Do. Yeah, we wish you nothing but success the rest of the way. Um, it's good. To, I, I always love seeing different names in the national rankings. Right, everybody gets used to the the modern days, the St. John. But you know, I am. They're all sure. when you see a little Greenville Christian comes there, it puts a little smile on my face. I, I know the algorithm's working properly. So best of luck, and, and more importantly thanks for all you do for uh, student athletes out there that's very very important and again congratulations and thanks for joining us tonight yes sir thank you so much man i enjoyed it as well and appreciate you having me the high school football america podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, america's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability faster speed than huddle sideline and GameStrat has awesome customer service and they also have different plans priced right for every coach's budget mention high school football america when you talk with them and they will give you a special friends and family discount to get a demo go to gamestrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of highschoolfootballamerica.com 